Welcome to the Counterpoint Podcast. On this edition, we're digging through the archive and drumming up some old recordings that I have stored away and I've kept for one reason or another. I really am unsure why, but I found a couple that might be of use at least to generate some lines of thought, inquiries that we can discuss here on this podcast. Today, I want to talk about the role of the lawyer, in particular, how lawyers can sometimes be overly pessimistic, and sometimes they're viewed as just pessimistic people. And I think there's generally a reason for that. And this is something that I had tried to explore several years ago when I recorded this piece that we're about to listen to. It's very short. It's only a couple minutes long. But I'm going to have you guys take a listen to it and maybe think about why lawyers behave the way they do or why anyone who's in a position to give advice to other people behaves the way they do. And in a nutshell, it hinges upon what I consider the dichotomy between the optimist and the pessimist. Optimists being those who are trying to get something done, those who are looking at the future positively, at least with respect to what they want to do. They're generally hopeful that whatever they're going to try to do will ultimately get done. Whereas the pessimist is going to pick it apart and maybe try to analyze their optimism from a third-party perspective, give them some advice and ideas that they may maybe weren't particularly thinking of. Anyways, this is a old recording. It's roughly five years old, and maybe the sound quality isn't that good. Of course, the analysis is not that great either. But give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Here it is. So I was speaking with Becca today on the phone, and we're in the process of selling our house. Um, We have an offer on it. It's undergone an inspection, and the inspection was extremely negative, and they're requesting a lot of repairs be done. My first reaction is worst-case scenario. Okay, worst-case scenario, we don't make any repairs. They come back and say, we're not going to buy the house. Am I going to be okay with that? Am I going to be able to go another few months not selling the house are we going to not sell the house what have you regardless i'm I'm going through an analysis in my head based on the worst case scenario it's a negotiation tactic if i'm okay with the worst case scenario then okay you don't you don't buy the house i'm fine i got the plan all lined up it's okay so i can move forward with a response to them by saying i'm not fixing anything if you want to buy the house you pay for it yourself that's my analysis of how lawyers think based on a worst case scenario that's why lawyers are evil people we're negative we are horrible to be around along those same lines that really is what makes a good lawyer is how negative and how horrible of a freaking person are you and the more negative and horrible you are the better attorney you are so it is essentially the motto that lawyers should live by is what's the worst that can happen whenever you're providing advice whenever a decision is going to be made a good lawyer is going to ask what is the worst that can happen and they're going to process that in their mind so for instance if someone wants to this applies to anything in the physical world if someone wants to make the asphalt black as opposed to white you know i i like the color black i want to make the roads black 
maybe it's cheaper to do so, what have you. They're going to go to their attorney and they say, look, this is a decision I want to make. A good attorney is going to advise them on that decision. They're going to say, well, what's the worst can, that can happen? You're going to have one attorney to say it's it's going to bake in the sun all day and get hot. So let's see what's the worst that can happen there. Some mother has a newborn baby and it's bare-skinned and drops it on the cement or lays it down on the cement and it burns and cooks. That's, that's the worst that can happen is you have a cooked baby on the side of the road because you wanted it black. Well, then that attorney, who's a good attorney, is going to make further analysis and say, well, what are the odds of that happening? You know, what are the costs of making, it, of making it black as opposed to white? And they're going to run through that analysis and hopefully come to a determination that, you know what, it, it's such a rare occurrence, it'll probably never happen. It's super inexpensive to make it black as opposed to white. We're willing to risk it. This is an, an analysis of attorneys, and this is where you get one attorney that's better than the other. So attorney number one said, you know what, okay, I'll advise you that you know, here's my concerns, but go ahead, if you want to make the road black, go ahead and make it black. This is a poor analogy, and it, it doesn't apply in real life, but the, the point I'm trying to get here is, is the distinction between one attorney, one good attorney, and one even better attorney, and the reason attorney number two is better is because he's even more evil and conniving. So attorney number two would say, well, no. My worst case scenario is different than yours. It's even more worse. I'm pretty sure more worse is the correct term, or worser, one of those, Google it. My worst case scenario is by painting the road black, perhaps it is, I don't know, it's next to a flight path, or it's, okay, how about the sun reflects off of it to such a degree that it will divert a plane into this nearby mountain and kill a plane full of babies. So you, attorney number one, your worst case scenario was one cooked baby. My worst case scenario is planes and planes full of babies crashing into a mountain because you chose to paint the road black and that's reflective of the sun. Something attorney number one, who's not as evil of a person as I am, didn't make you aware of this fact. And guess what? My recommendation is you do not want planes full of babies crashing into mountains, even if it's a minuscule happening. You don't want even one or else you're never painting roads again. So my recommendation is go with the white. It might be a little more expensive, but you need to do it anyways. So anyways, that's my poor analogy. I just burned 10 minutes of your time and my time and ponder on those. Thanks. Okay, so there it was, my very poor analogy about why lawyers exist, why they're in general viewed as pessimists. I think I, my opinion has shifted a little bit. I, I think there's definitely needs to be some more optimism with respect to advice that is provided. And of course, this is contextual. It's going to depend on what role or what function the advisor actually plays within a company or, or a business, etc. But I think there are two ways of, of looking at it. And there are optimistic people and there are pessimistic people. And I don't know if I necessarily agree anymore that you know, you have to approach things with, with just a lens of pure pessimism and look at things from just the worst possible case scenario. I think it's okay to be a, an optimist and, and still be a good advisor. And 
not not gloss over the uh, possibilities and the negative possibilities, but I think it's still okay to be hopeful and to expect the best of people and still be a good counsel to others. Anyways, something to think about. This is not necessarily the most thought-provoking episode or, or blog post that I'm sure you've listened to, but maybe it'll give you some context when you're running into that lawyer at the bar that you just don't like. But uh, anyways, let me know what you think. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.